You are listening to a podcast of Bureau's Morality. Hello and welcome to a podcast of Spurious Morality and we're celebrating it's the week that Doctor Who turns 59 and it is 59 isn't it? Let's hope so. Yeah I hope yeah. it is. Now I've said <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah 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 59. Yeah. I, I suddenly had a moment of oh am I being a bad fan here? No no it, Doctor Who turns 59 and uh, we're going to talk about all of the celebration episodes and releases from over the years uh to talk about all of those with me uh i've, I've done it again i've not introduced myself i never introduced myself i'm johnston and to celebrate with me i have connor hello i have holly hello and i have tom hello um, so, spoiler warning, this week we're going to be talking about the Three Doctors, the Five Doctors, the Day of the Doctor, uh, the Light at the End from Big Finish, and a few others as well. We're probably going to talk about Zagreus, Dimensions in Time, and whatever else we can link to celebrating. Um, it feels weird giving a spoiler warning about the Three Doctors. It's like you've all had 50 years to watch it now. I kind of hope you've caught up. The three what now? The three what what? Um, so yeah, um, we're going to be talking about celebration episodes. We'll start with Three Doctors then. Um, I think the Three Doctors is brilliant. I think it was a sort of clever, inventive way to celebrate the almost tenth anniversary. It came out close to the ninth, uh, but it sort of con- concluded a long term storyline that the series had going at the time, The Doctor's Exile on Earth and it brought back Patrick Troughton and of course William Hartnell for his final appearance as the Doctor Um, Connor Three Doctors, talk to me about it It is a huge amount of fun Um, and it was actually uh, when it it comes to multi-Doctor stories I think whenever I was, you know, as a new series fan, looking back at the classics and thinking about, you know, trying to get into, to, you know, trying to get into the classics, the three doctors was the first I sought out purely because you're getting three doctors for the price of one. Um, it feels really, you know, like a real proper celebration. Um, I actually would have loved to be a fly on the wall for the meeting where, um, you know, we're maybe thinking, Oh, we should find some way of celebrating the, the 10th anniversary of the show. How will we do it? And I would love to be there. You know, I would love to be a fly on the wall for the moment. Someone says, um, let's bring back Patrick Troughton and William Hartnell because it's such a simple idea, but I've always been slightly amazed that it happened because you can imagine them, or I always find it really easy to imagine them saying, oh, you know, we've moved on. Um, we'll stick with the current Doctor and it maybe not being possible to get the others back. So I'm delighted that they did manage to get Troughton and particularly William Hartnell um back into it um Pertwee and Troughton are a really really good sort of double act throughout the whole thing really really funny um and it's 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 really really cool to see the two of them on screen together um there's actually uh, you know referring to them as a double act that sort of continued because it's there in the five doctors as well and I'm sure I've seen photos from the convention with Pertwee chasing Troughton with a water pistol or something like that. I can just you know see them getting on like that in real life as well as on screen. Um, and there's a lot of fun to be had there. Um, yeah, I really, really, really like it. it. Yeah, you really do get the kind of sense of um, 
just that kind of friendship between uh, Troughton and Pertwee. And I absolutely love the thought that they were, you know, carrying on for 20 years after, at, well, near enough 20 years after, at conventions like that, just being argumentative and mad for the sake of entertaining a crowd. Um, yeah, it's brilliant. So, Tom, what are your thoughts on The Three Doctors? It's it's always funny when you like because we always um we always like all agree because <laughs> like you know like what Connor said is like you know it's 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 lovely it's lovely like I completely agree it's um it's really nice the thing I noticed actually uh, rewatching it recently is that I always seem to remember that the Hartnell bit was like because obviously it's he's um he's not in as much um because he was very ill um you know and he couldn't uh, take part as much um but I always used to remember when I was a kid that it always felt a bit um. Not naff, but you know, it felt very noticeable that he uh, that he you know he couldn't be part of it because he was ill. Um, but now we're watching it; he's actually integrated really um, well, I thought. And I think he, I think Hartnell's role in the in the story um, does is um, yeah, it just feels it feels very well suited to Hartnell because he's sort of like telling uh, telling uh, the second Doctor and the third Doctor off like little schoolboys um, as you know, sort of like the elder statesman sort of figure. But um, also just like. Yeah, it, it it does feel it just feels really lovely. I guess seeing um, Arnold doesn't feel I didn't feel shortchanged at all. Um, but yeah, it's lovely. It's it's just it's just a really it's a very cozy story. I find like I kind of stick it on and it's like yeah, this is nice. You've got like like the second Doctor and the third Doctor have so much chemistry. Um, Joe's like really funny, witty, and Omega's a great villain. Um, yeah, like like the Brigadier's great in it. Just. You know, it would have been interesting to see if um, Fraser Hines would have been and how that would have uh, changed the dynamic, the dynamic of the story. But, um, but yeah, I love it. It's great. It's an interesting thought, sort of Fraser Hines being in it as well. Like, I, I love the idea that maybe he'd, he'd side with the third Doctor to impress Joe, just to wind the second Doctor up and all that kind of thing. That could have been yeah. quite fun. See, because they, they could have, I mean, I don't know if they would have done that, but they could have, like, put, like, pitted, like, they had Jamie with the third Doctor and then had Joe with the second Doctor, which would have changed the dynamic of the story a little bit, which would have been interesting. I suppose the one thing it does do is it sends the third Doctor and Joe across to the Singularity universe and leaves the second Doctor with the Brigadier and Benton, so you do kind of have a bit of crossover there. Yeah, yeah, obviously, and then then you get the lovely bit, and it's like you know, oh, it's you, you know, and that that's a lovely little moment. I do love the uh, yeah, uh, you're his assistant moment. His what? Mm. Um, that's absolutely excellent. Um, so Holly, what are your thoughts on the three doctors? Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, what everyone else has said. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's pure fluff in there but like in in the best possible way i sat I, so i sat down to rewatch it for this expecting to do it over a couple of days but i just ended up finishing it in one evening because the apps like fly by it's just so much fun um it nails the interactions between trouton and, and pertwee and hartnell when he's there um which is probably i mean it is, it's, it's the most important thing in in an anniversary story i'd argue especially one that's literally called the three doctors um yeah, getting that right. And this, it totally does. But I also, because you were saying about Jamie, I I do find it interesting that, like, obviously Joe is the only companion we get and it's all very unit-centric. It feels, it is a 10th anniversary special, but it also feels very like a Pertwee episode, specific, well, mm. a, per, a Pertwee story. But I kind of, that's not a criticism. It's just, it's just interesting. It's just a different kind of take on, yeah, on an anniversary, I guess. It's quite, quite similar like it. to um, how Day the Doctor would approach an anniversary special, where it's sort of even like even it's an anniversary special, but it's not. It's it's pushing forward the arc of the Third Doctor's era. It's very much based in the Third Doctor's era, and it's the developments relate to the Third Doctor's era. It's not like you know, and you know, the past elements are just like little like um, they're, they're just that they're just elements. It's not like the Five Doctors where it's sort of exists in its own vacuum as a celebration in of itself. Yeah, totally. I don't I don't think like one is better than the other. I just um, hmm. yeah, I just find it interesting. I mean, I I guess the big difference is the five doctors was it was a special. It was yeah, yeah, exactly. children. Was, uh, the three doctors was just a normal four episode serial at the start of season ten. 
Um, and yeah. it, it does, it works as just a normal Pertwee four parter where the second and first doctors happen to turn up. Um, you know, even the Time Lords were sort of having cameos every few weeks and that kind of thing at that time. So it's, yeah, it's very much within the status quo of the Pertwee era. It just happens to be that the first two doctors are there as well and are brought into it. They're, I mean, they're brought into it quite naturally. It doesn't mess about bringing them in. There isn't a, oh, we're gathering all of the Doctor's old incarnations together a for triangle. a triangle. Uh, yeah, there's no floating wow. triangle. It's very much just, okay, we're desperate. How can we send the Doctor help? Um, we've got enough energy to send the second Doctor to help. And I like that it works. It, it, the, like, the story doesn't revolve around the fact that other doctors are there it's simply a case of this is the best help we could get him right now um but i do yeah. love I, you know i love you know as we've all said the interactions are great and all that kind of thing yeah it's a great little story it's fun it does what it needs to do but i really do appreciate the fact that it's at the end of the day just a normal pertwee story I was just going to say, if there's one thing it is missing, it's more floating triangles. Now, now that you've mentioned it, Tom, I do enjoy a floating triangle. I'm going to retroactively edit all the all the specials that are into <laughs> triangles. I'd appreciate that. I think um, the last time I watched it through, I was sitting through, um, and and I, I know it's very easy for me to say as a fan, oh, I wish such and such an element had been in it, but I do think I missed the master not being in it purely because... I think it would have been really cool to see um, the second Doctor and the Delgado Master sort of sparring off each other and maybe having to try and work together to rescue the third Doctor. Um, but also you could have had him then trying to side with Omega and take over Omega's powers then, you know, towards the end of the story as well. I think I think that's the only thing that could possibly have improved it for me would have been to have the Master there. You see, I think the bigger mission from it is uh, Mike Yates. He'd been in every unit story of the last two seasons and then all of a sudden wasn't there because uh, Richard Franklin, I think he was busy at the time, I think he had something else on. So it's kind of, it's not quite got the whole unit team there and I think that's a bit of a shame. I'm not sure he'd have had a particularly big role. He'd probably have had the role that the captain that witnesses Unit HQ being rushed off into the black hole has anyway, but it would have been nice if that was Mike, even if it was just for a few scenes. I have to admit, that's the first time I've ever noticed he's not in the story. <laughs> it's, never, it's never even registered that he wasn't in <laughs> It does. I See, I, I think it maybe would have worked slightly differently in that that would have been Benton witnessing it going off and it would have been Mikey It's in the TARDIS with the brig. Um, oh, really? Which would have possibly robbed us of the little um, invasion reunion with the Brigadier, Benton and the Second Doctor. Yeah, that's a fair point. It had to be Benton in the TARDIS. Absolutely had to be. Shall we um, get picked up by a a black or maybe special edition white triangle and taken to the Five Doctors then? Oh, we should. So, the Five Doctors. Um, It's very, very different to the Three Doctors. It is a, as we've already said, a special. It's two more. (laughs) There's there's two more Doctors, um, although actually there's not. (laughs) <laughs> when you think about it uh, it's it has as many original Doctors in it as the three, the three Doctors does um, which is three if you were counting <laughs> not five no um, but the five Doctors does it, it's trying to do something very different it does something very different it is an out and out celebration it is a Let's forget the plot. Let's forget the sort of what's going on in the rest of the world of Doctor Who. This is just let's bring as many people that have been in the show over 20 years together in as sort of simple way as we can. And let's go from there. And it it goes out of its way to really acknowledge the history of the programme. It's got the clip from Dalek Invasion of Earth at the start. It's recast the first Doctor um quite successfully i think um and it's it's fun it's not designed to be p- 
part of the current run. It is a distraction, it is a special, it is fun. So, uh, Connor, talk to us about The Five Doctors. Yeah, well, I, I, I made a few notes, and the first thing that I said was basically what you've just said there. It's not its own thing. It doesn't exist as as um, part of the series itself. It's it's a standalone, separate... Um, it's it's actually... I, I maybe would lean in and call it a film, because um, it's mm. about, isn't it about 90 minutes long. Um, it's all one episode. It's not split down into a serial it's 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 a it's it's yeah it's its own special thing and i i like it for that i like that you can go in and have a feature length you know a feature length classic series episode um it it could very easily have been a total mess and an unsympathetic viewer would maybe say that it is but it just throws itself into into proceedings with with you know real enthusiasm i think for the history of doctor who um terence sticks juggles an uncountable number of balls and keeps an an you know an uncountable number of plates spinning um through it you know throughout it and, and manages to make it all cohere quite well um i i i i enjoy seeing a lot of the faces again it's really cool that you know, here's the time that Sarah Jane came back in the classic series, um, and and had another story with John Pertwee. Um, it's 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 cool, but maybe a little bit ridiculous to have the likes of Mike Yates and Liz Shaw and Jamie and Zoe appearing in the Tower of Rassilon. Um, you know, if they were there, why were they not in it a little bit more? Unless it was maybe an availability thing. But if it was, why are they there in the first place? You know. Um, so it, it does maybe show up that slightly in 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 um, in terms of having them there, but not having them properly involved. Um, we get that nice little third, you know, second and third Doctor dynamic back again. Um, and ag- again, as I said with the three Doctors, it was one of the first ones I sought out when I started looking into classic Doctor Who, and it was really cool to be able to see Gallifrey um, and the Time Lords as well. Um, which I know probably wasn't what people were saying at the time. I know they probably got a bit of a reputation for being, you know, dusty and boring by that point. But yeah, it's 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 cool that it's there. Um, yeah, I like it. It's it's one I have a craving to watch quite soon again. Actually, I must get round to it again. Uh, I think the companions thing was availability. Um, yeah, it was. Um, I was listening to a big finish recently. I can't even remember what it was, but I was listening to one and on the extras. Fraser Hines was saying, I think it was Emmerdale, and they would only release him for yeah, like would only a couple yeah, of like days. Yeah, that was it. But apparently, it's it was him coming back to do the Five Doctors is what uh, made JNT want to bring him back to do the Two Doctors. So I'm not complaining. Yeah, there's uh, a story. It must be in one of the documentaries on the DVDs, Blu-rays, whatever. Probably the Two uh, Doctors, where Fraser sort of describes like the three of them sort of just meeting on the set for that one day and kind of all giving each other a hug and kind of falling about laughing. And that's what led JNT to go, oh, yeah, we've got to get them back. Um, and I'm so glad that it led to the two Doctors because I love the two Doctors. I could yeah, talk same. about how brilliant the two Doctors is for hours. Um, but let's let's stick with the five Doctors. Uh, Holly, talk to us about it. Um, yeah, I mean, it's... It's just like it's joyous, isn't it? It's um, I, I I love, I love the whole the the model with like the mini doctors uh and the companions and all that. It's just a great visual way to like illustrate the stakes from the off and because I think there's, I mean it's it is kind of a mess, but there's there's an attempt to make it cohere and I think I think it does a pretty good job. Like there's a whole uh. The whole concept of the the death zone, I think, is actually a really clever device because it it gives a like an in story reason for the Cybermen and the Yeti to to just be knocking about. Um, you know, they're a part of that whole game when the death zone was a game invented by the Time Lords. It's it's a tenuous reason, but it's a reason nonetheless. Um, and yeah, it's just it's just so much fun. Obviously, this um. Again, it, it nails all the interactions between the Doctors, which I think is the most important thing. But it also, it doesn't, 
it still might find a way, I think, to foreground Davison in the most, uh, at the, like the really key points, which, which is nice because I think he gets a bad rep sometimes, um, especially specifically in his TV era as opposed to one big finish. Um, but I think, I think he's great in this, the fifth doctor. I love, uh, when he's confronting the master and especially the contrast between that confrontation and, uh, Pertwee's confrontation with Ainley, just where he stops by the side of the road to have some polite words with him before driving off. That's, that's so entertaining. Um, yeah, it's just a blast from start to finish. So again, it flies by. It doesn't feel like 90 minutes at all. It's, I, f- I find the whole, it's a 90 minute thing interesting because when I very, very first saw it, it was on UK Gold and it was split into four parts. And the cliffhangers were, I think it's how it was exported as well. I think it was how it was sent abroad in four parts. Uh, And the cliffhangers are interesting. Um, For those of you that aren't familiar, they are Sarah Jane rolling down a hill. (laughs) Amazing. Um, The Cybermen planting a bomb outside the TARDIS, which... Okay, fair play. It's a bomb. That's a cliffhanger. Uh, and the third one was the master walking down some stairs in the Tower of Rassilon. Um, It doesn't break up very well, is basically what I'm saying. Um, Tom, your thoughts on the five doctors? Yeah, quite. I mean, like, as to, you know, like, it's been, it's been said that it, um, it could be seen as a mess. And, you know, like, I, I think, I, I don't think it's. Um, I think I think it's definitely when you're watching it, it's the fun factor and you know the enjoyment of seeing all these like returning elements and it's like oh, it's like you've got like John Pertwee back and you've got John Pertwee with Elizabeth Sladen and, and you know like that's and you know and you've got Troughton and the the Brigadier and it's like wonderful. Uh, that, I mean that's the the main thing. It's why it exists and it's what it's all it's aiming to be. It's not really um, it's not trying to be much more than that. Well, I mean it. The the um the death zone is quite an interesting idea, and I you know and the whole uh, twist about Barusa, I feel like that. I think that there is a a fair bit of thought actually put into that. I'm not even sure if it's that necessary to be honest, because like I think sometimes like the 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 bits that do feel a bit slow are the bits where it is like just being really plotty and boring. When you know like like you know I, I could just watch. The um, the first doctor and the fifth doctor and the TARDIS just picking it like a fruit bowl for like, you know, like nine minutes. Like you know, like that. That's why I'm, I'm here, and I feel that that's when the five doctor said it's best when it's just having fun, just putting two actors or whatever, you know, putting in in a in a scene and just learn and have fun. Um, but yeah, it is. I I quite enjoy the. Um, uh, going back to what Connor said, I quite enjoy the way that uh, Jamie and Zoe and Liz and Mike are integrated. Actually, I think it's quite um, it's sort of a nice way to do it um, without it feeling a bit like um, I guess overstuffed like character wise because like you know it's sort of like you get to have the characters back but without them having to actually you know do anything uh, with them. And I feel like there could be maybe has been more moments um, like that. Like you know, like you could have just I don't know, just seen like. I don't know, there could have been like uh just Adric just chilling in the back or something. You know, you know what I mean? Like, like I just think um He's dead, Tom. I hate to I know, to no, you. but you know, he could, he could have just been like on the harp and the fifth talk could have been like, Oh, Adric, <laughs> what are you what are you doing? Like <laughs> Like I don't know, just like just like just fill it with just loads of pointless like cameos. Like I don't know, I just feel like Like I think it's dead I think the third doc the, the the three doctors is definitely a much stronger story and like as a serial it's a much a more concise piece and you know there's um there's, it's definitely better but like the five doctors might might be more fun i don't know it's just it's just it is like it's really enjoyable and it's because there's just so many elements and it's just such a big celebration you got daleks and cybermen and the master and the yay so yeah um basically just echoing it's 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 a lot of fun I love the thought that we were robbed of a scene of the fifth doctor talking to Adric's ghost saying, we're better than good, we're ace. Well, exactly, see, see, it would have been, a, we're better than good, we're Adric, you know. 
in all seriousness, you know, just mentioning the power of the Doctor, um, it is the closest thing we've had to the five Doctors since, isn't Definitely. it? It's it, it absolutely. It, I got the same sort of the same sort of feel from it. Um, but yeah, it's. Uh, I, I kind of agree. I kind of wish that there'd have been more in the five Doctors. I kind of wish they'd have found a way to bring in more characters because that's what they were doing and it was over the top anyway and when you're that yeah. far over the top you might as well just I mean I think some I think a lot of the Death Zone stuff I'm, I'm presuming I mean I don't actually know but like I'm presuming because originally they were going to do the six Doctors weren't they and it was going to be like there was going to be like a plot about like Herdinal being like a robot Hartnell or something or is that just that that was like a, that's a legit like thing that was going to yeah, that originally. was. I think that was when Robert Holmes was going. Yeah, to so I, I reckon. I reckon the original script was probably a lot more deeper and a bit more, probably more akin to the Free Doctors, where it's, it's, it's more than just like, um, you know, because it, it is just very it's sort of just like a bit like a convention, really. The Five Doctors, like it's just <laughs> like, oh, you know, like Doctor Who, like live, you know, like you know that thing after the 50th anniversary, where you've just got everyone in the room, like it's that sort of. No one um, direction though. No One Direction. No. Just oh, like the after know, party. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so, you know, like, I imagine a lot of, like, the stuff, the the big plotty bits is probably just a holdover from that original script. But um, I think they probably could have just cut a lot of that back and it just, just focused on, like, I, you know. But um, it would have uh, been interesting to see how the, the Robert Holmes script would have penned out because I reckon that would have been quite interesting, but alas... It would, yeah, I was just thinking that. I would, I would be interested to see what that version would have looked like. But I mean, he's he's a genius. But I kind of feel like Terence Dix was the right person to write it at that time. I don't know, like he just gets all of those doctors so well. He, you I'd know, like it was all over like the show at the time. I, yeah, I'd like I to see like right. I don't know, like a bid median five doctors, <laughs> or like a Saywood five doctors where just everyone like dies. I I reckon Big Finish should do the Six Doctors as a lost story for the 60th anniversary. Mm. They probably will. Yeah. They probably, probably do the the Three Doctors, the original script, the Three Doctors, and the the Six Doctors. There's a rumor. I think. Sure. I, I think there's a rumor that's happening. Yeah, I was going to say I'm pretty sure that the Three Doctors or the original draft of the Three Doctors is going to happen at some point. I think that was said on yeah. the Big Finish podcast. Yeah, I think I've heard that too. So it'll be probably yeah. will be next year. You know, sense, if if anyone from Big Finish is listening, the Six Doctors. Hint, t, hint, t, hint, hint. Um, before we move very on subtle. from the Five Doctors, <laughs> sorry, I said very subtle. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Uh, before we move on from the Five Doctors, I do have one question to ask you, which is: original or special edition? Special every time. No question. Especially that it really, yeah, okay. yeah. I think there's. I think. Oh, again, trying to remember if I've been being a bad fan now, um, as well. But I think there's more footage in it. There's better effects. It, 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 it's better. It's an improvement. It wouldn't have been. It wouldn't have been made if it wasn't better. You see, I disagree because the special edition removes the Cyberman going ah. Oh. Is that? Filter effect over it. Yeah. Is it really a podcast if we hadn't had Tom doing an impression? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if only Jago and Lightfoot were. See, oh. imagine if Jago and Lightfoot in the Five oh, Doctors. Be... Here we go. <laughs> like, like, you know, like, if Tom Baker was in it, and then you could have had you could have had Jago and Lightfoot appear and be like, oh, uh, do go any further, Doctor. We've got to uh, uh, there's a uh, Rassilon's in the tower, and he's going to kill you, you know. And they're like, don't go forward, man. It's not worth it. And then Tom Baker would be like, ah, oh, well, I'm going to walk forward because you're not real, are you? Also, who's that little boy with the star? And it would have been Adric, but yeah, alas. And he'd have gone, we're Ace Doctor. <laughs> we're Ace Doctor. He'd be like, we're, we're, it's the wrong sodding. Not, we're not being that area, Adric. Shut up. <laughs> Again, big finish if you're listening. Hinty, hinty, hint, hint. This is my... Um, this is my uh... My real to big finish. It's your yes. audition. <laughs> this is your audition tape. <laughs> For who? Everyone. <laughs> Everyone. Okay. 
Okay, let's let's just move on to the day of the Doctor. There's no good that could come out of talking about the five Doctors anymore. The day of the Doctor. Um, so we, we, we're jumping forward 30 years to the 50th anniversary. And I suppose we're not really just talking about the day of the Doctor. We're talking about the 50th anniversary celebrations because it was huge. Um, you know, we had the night of the Doctor, which was an anniversary special as well, I guess. Um, so the day of the Doctor, the 50th anniversary. Talk to us about that, Connor. Um, well, 50th anniversary, um, very quickly covering off then the likes of the Night of the Doctor or, um, an adventure in space and time as well. Um, actually, if you ask me to pick my favorite things, it would probably, you know, from the 50th, it would probably be one of those two rather than Day of the Doctor itself, because Night of the Doctor brings back Paul McGann, blew me away completely at the time, still blows me away every time now I remember He's not just a one-episode Doctor. He's been in more than two things now. Um, and, and yeah, Night of the Doctor, I, I was unspoiled going into that. I, I know people, um, you know, I, I think the BBC did it really, a really, really sort of what I... The BBC did a really, really stupid thing in releasing promo photos of Paul McGann at the same time as they put the episode up on YouTube and iPlayer, and I think the thumbnail on iPlayer was Paul McGann himself in costume up against that rock in the cave. And I managed to get onto YouTube, open it without seeing any of this, and was utterly gobsmacked that they had managed to keep this a secret and then managed to get him back. So um, are you saying that he genuinely wasn't the Doctor you were expecting? He genuinely wasn't the Doctor I was expecting, yes. Um, so that was, that, was a, that was the big thing of the 50th as far as I was concerned that the 8th Doctor had come back um, but Day itself um, it, it feels I think more like a new Who special than a, than an entire history of the show thing and that's alright that's you know when you're making uh, when you know by, at the time when Stephen Moffat was making you know Doctor Who he, he had every right you know not to go picking into the history and bring back obscure nonsense from the 60s or whatever Um. I like I like that it's built into continuity and it is it's the next episode in the narrative when you watch the series through, um, and you know it does the you know bring back doctors and brings back Billy Piper and brings back the old TARDIS set and stuff like that, but it is it does move the plot forward and it does set up the next era of Doctor Who, um, and and sort of brings about that at the time you know what felt like a really monumental change, um, in in bringing Gallifrey back. Um, I remember the announcement that David Tennant and Billy Piper were coming back, and it was it was announced with that photo, um, of the two of them from Rise of the Cybermen, of them looking out the window towards you know the Cybermen walking in, which is a really weird choice of image to announce it, but that's that stuck in my head. That was how it was announced on on Facebook and Twitter. David Tennant and Billy Piper coming back. I lost my mind. Um, so that was that was that was brilliant at the time. It's probably something that I would say the shine is now wearing off on. Um, in terms of David Tennant coming back, because hmm. it seems to happen with m- more and more regularity as time goes on. <laughs> um, but we get John Hurt as well, and he's fantastic. He fits right in with Smith and Tennant. Um, he's really, really naturally and in- and instantly the Doctor. Um. It is cool to see Billy Piper in there, although it's maybe a little bit of a shame that she doesn't get to interact much with anyone else other than the War Doctor. Um, it's it's weird having her sit in the background in that last scene in the barn with the tenth and eleventh Doctors and them not seeing her, you know. But overall, really, really good and the perfect special for the time. I think. I mean, I I think that you've touched on something absolutely right there, John Hurt. There's never a moment when I'm watching The Day of the Doctor, where I look at him as the Doctor any less as Tennant and Smith, who both have three series and specials and whatever behind them by this point. Uh, he He's just instantly the Doctor, without any doubt. I just completely accepted him straight away. Um, and that was absolutely brilliant. It was quite ballsy throwing in a, by the way, here's a Doctor you didn't know about for the 50th anniversary. And it completely worked and they got absolutely the right actor to do it 
Uh, Holly, your thoughts on the 50th and the Day of the Doctor? Yeah, um, I had seen, I mean, I'm not entirely sure, but next to no classic Who back in, in 2013. Um, so I, I understand the criticism uh, that maybe Day of the Doctor itself is a bit too new Who-centric, but I don't know. I mean, as a fan, as I say, of, of kind of just new Who at that point, I that just that worked for me and I, I totally understand the decision from Moffitt's point of view to want to um to want to skew it more for those casual viewers who who were just who just knew Tennant and Smith. Um but I think I think there is stuff in there for the hardcore fans as well. Obviously the Zygons coming back after how many years, um and unit itself. And then the archive footage of all the classic doctors, I think it's it's brief but it's so well employed. Um and I like I like the decision to hang the whole plot around around the time war and to then include the classic doctors in that in the saving of Gallifrey because because that had been such a shadow over New Who for for eight years. I think discovering that the Doctor didn't dis- destroy Gallifrey has like a genuine emotional impact. Um, so yeah, I love all of that. It's clearly it's clearly of the anniversary stories that we've talked about the most. The not not the best, full stop. But the one that has I'm trying not to be mean towards the three and five doctors, which I love, but um, more of a a plot basically, and a and a story and a structure that is clever and is it's telling a very specific story as well as nailing the interactions between the tenth and eleventh doctor, and then her as well. That um that totally new dynamic that he brings uh so yeah i think it i think it does everything that it's trying to do really really well and i have i have a lot of time for it i think it does an excellent job of sort of moving new who into a new era and pushing things forward a bit which i suspect was probably its main or was moffat's main aim when going into it um it 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 sort of looks at the past um it looks at the past eight years. It doesn't just look at the past eight years. It does look completely into the past, but it looks at the past eight years and goes, okay, we've done this time war thing for eight years now. We need to move up. And I really, really like the way it does that. Yeah. And it has and it's it has a lot of fun uh, at the same time as it's doing all those things. It's, it's really funny in places. And the stuff with um, Queen Elizabeth is just like uh, just a romp. And, you know, all the stuff with... Um, Oh, what's the name? Osgood. It's yeah, it's great. It's it's having a good time as well as, as you say, moving moving the story on and having that emotional impact. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Tom, what about you? Your thoughts on the fiftieth and Day of the Doctor? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's quite interesting. The fiftieth because um, the twenty third of November is my uh, mother's birthday. <laughs> um, so, like, my memories of the fiftieth is um, is just sort of just being like. We'll 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 celebrate after, but it's time to <laughs> and just me and dad just like sat just um intently watching the fiftieth on my mum's birthday, which is probably quite mean looking back, but um maybe it won't work out that way next year, I don't know. But but little but little little uh, TJ didn't um didn't care, he was just so excited to see David Tennant back. Um and it and it does work. It it works so well. It is uh, definitely the ones that we've I mean, probably in all the ones we'll talk about in this episode, like um, it's it's definitely, I think the best celebration. Um, from my point of view, I think it's I think it's great. Um, it's really clever. It's really witty. Um, it's very it's so Moffat. Like, definitely it's the most Moffat y Moffat, but it's you know very up there. Um, the interactions are great. It tells a, I love the stuff with the War Doctor. I think the War Doctor works really well in that story. I mean, I think he, he, um, I think, yeah, just as a um, plot wise and even as like a character's performance, I think it's great, but I think it, he definitely serves the plot very well, um, in a way that maybe he's, um, maybe he's couldn't have been, it, well, it couldn't have been done the same way. I'm um, not just from a plot point of view, um, because like, you know, like, um, you know the fact that there's a hidden carnation, but I think even from a, the way that 
the war doctor functions in the plot it wouldn't have worked the same with Paul McGann or with Christopher Eccleston because that would have been a comeback, you know, coming back a return to the role, so it would have had to have been treated in a separate way. So I think having John Hurt be able to function just as a character arc and as a character B for the Doctor, um, I think comes across as really effective. Um, so yeah, it, it's it's really great. I love the Saigon, Saigon's back. Um, the Tom Baker cameo, just, oh, I was so excited. I was like screaming, just like, ah, it's Tom Baker. I was, I was so excited. Um, you know, just when you hear his voice, just like, you very well may be right. And you just know it's him. And it's like, oh my God. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it, it, for me, it probably is the best um, uh, celebration um, of, you know, of the show's anniversary. Um, it is, it's great. I need to read a novelization one day because, you know, I heard that's pretty good as well. But yeah. Yeah, the. Oh, go on, Holly. Sorry, did, did any of you see it in the cinema? I did not. No, I, you know, I missed it on original broadcast. Oh, did really? you? I, yeah. I, well, I, I don't know why I'm saying it that, so did I. <laughs> <laughs> I. I was absolutely gutted. I was, um, I was DJing that night and oh, only no. only realised after I'd been booked what night it was and kind of went, oh, no, oh, I, and I can't cancel this. And yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I, I watched it at something like half past four in the morning when I got in <laughs> and I watched that <laughs> and uh, the five-ish doctors um, before I went to sleep, I kind of got in and was like, there's no way I can get to sleep until I have seen these two things. Um, but, so, oh, yeah, it was me with Power of the Doctor. Harry. Very late when I first saw it. Yeah, I was at a friend's birthday party. She was not oh, a Doctor no. Who fan. I know, she wasn't a Doctor Who fan. And we went to the cinema to watch. It was one of the Hunger Games. And we were queuing for the Hunger Games. And I could see, like, the line next to us was people with scarves and fezzes and bow ties. And I was like, I was this close to ditching my friends on a birthday and uh, going in the other line. I didn't, but I've never forgiven oh, That sounds like, like <laughs> at least the way I missed it, I was able to just completely put it out of my head, you know, as long as I didn't, yeah, it was literally as long like, as I didn't check Facebook or Twitter. From yeah, it, no, from it was painful. It was painful. Ouch. Um, <laughs> like the worst one was I, I was also DJing the night that... Um, Dark Water was broadcast, and unfortunately, I didn't manage to avoid oh. the internet that evening. So, by the time I did get home to watch it, I'd uh, I knew pretty much everything that I really didn't want to. Um, but yes, it's we'll, we'll do a whole podcast about episodes of Doctor Who I've missed sometime. Um. But no, Day, Day of the Doctor was just, it was a complete victory. It, it did exactly what it needed to do. It was it was a new kind of uh, anniversary special. It was more like Three Doctors than Five Doctors, but it, it, was, it was definitely a celebration. It wasn't just a normal Matt Smith story. I also appreciate the fact that it was kind of, it, it's the second part of a trilogy. You've got that of the Doctor trilogy where, mm. you know, name, day and time. Um, and and it's only the second part, and I kind of like how time kind of picks up where it leaves off, but doesn't sort of completely um, sort of finish the story that it started. It finishes Matt Smith's story, but it doesn't finish a lot of the stuff that Day of the Doctor set up. We've come to the section where we talk about the light at the end, also part of the 50th <laughs> anniversary. Um, it was Big Finish's sort of big celebration. It got all of the classic Doctors that they had going at the time together with loads of companions and gave us a, I suppose, a much more traditional anniversary story. It gave us something a bit more like the Five Doctors. Uh, so let's talk about the lights at the end. Connor, you go first. Yeah, I, I like it. I've seen it take... Um some flack over the years for for being so traditional and so down you know so straight down the line of what you would expect from a, a multi-doctor story but i like it it's fun it's not heavy going or, or difficult to listen to in any way and i i do get a kick out of hearing you know the different doctors interacting as they do in that story um even even if it does sort of fall into what you might describe as just you know the typical banter that you get 
or you expect to get from these sort of things. Um, I really, really like um, the pairing of the fourth and eighth Doctors um, because that's not going to happen anywhere else. That wasn't going to happen on TV at any point. You know, this is the only place that it's really going to happen and we're going to get to hear Tom Baker and Paul McGann um, and their Doctors together. Um, I, I, I think it's maybe a shame in terms of the companions because although there are a lot of them in it and when you read the cast list, it's it's a real who's who of, of classic Doctor Who. Um, they, a lot of them do get sidelined very early into their appearances. Um, you know, they get a few scenes and then they get disappeared by the master's weapon. Um, I think it's quite cool the way the different doctors work their way into the story. Um, so certainly the fifth doctor gets almost his own mini story in the middle of this all. Um, with the house in darkness and and um. Um, uh, Bob Dovey. Um, you know he he's he's the doctor who finds Bob and works out what the master, um, or starts to work out what the master has done. Um, and I actually I actually really like the master's plan in it as well. It, it makes a lot of sense to me. Um, just in terms of, um, him as a character because he gets his opportunity to undo everything the doctor's done, unpick his life. Um, and and consign him to what you know the life he should have led on Gallifrey if he hadn't found the TARDIS. Um, as a as a as a you know uh, sort of takes the Doctor and everything special about him, all the adventures he's had, all the people he's known, wipes it all out and 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 traps him on Gallifrey. Um, for the entirety of his life, so I I I, I can see the Master wanting to do that. I can see that me you know you know um. That being how he wants to deal with his arch nemesis, yeah, I, I, I like it, and and it's it's one I'm always happy to hear. Yeah, it it, it definitely, um, like you say, one of its strengths is definitely the way that the doctors are kind of brought into the story. It's not quite the there's a a black or special edition white triangle going around and kidnapping them. Um, it, it's they all kind of fall into it relatively naturally, and I do enjoy that. Uh, Holly, what are your thoughts? Uh, yeah, that, I, I I enjoy it as well. To be honest, it does get a bad rap, um, but I think again, it's it it nails uh, all the all the interplay between the doctors and the companions, which is no small thing, especially when there's that many of them. Uh, I think Beavers is such a great choice for an anniversary villain. He's just always a joy to listen to. Um, and yeah, I agree with I agree with Connor that the whole his whole plan is. Uh, it makes a lot of sense for that character, and I like, I like the concept of hanging said plan around just an ordinary family from 1963, especially obviously in an anniversary. I think that was a nice touch. Um, and yeah, there's some really great individual sequences. Again, that one that Connor was talking about with um, Five and Nissa going to visit Bob Dovey. I find it genuinely unsettling. It's really well played. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not going to go down as an all-time classic, I don't think, but I, I have a lot of time for Flight of the End, actually. I think it's a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Tom, what about you? Um, I don't have that much to say about it, to be honest. It's, um, I suppose on paper, it's the way it uh, approaches uh, like the crossover is quite similar to The Five Doctors. Um. I like, you know, I like, uh, I certainly enjoyed Light of the End. Like, I, I don't really have a... Um, any major negatives to say about it. Um, I guess, I suppose, Big Finish in general as a concept is very much about bringing back past elements and bringing, you know, like, sort of every every release in itself is, um, you know, functions as a... It's Sylvester McCoy and Sophie Aldred back. It's Paul McGann back as Doctor Who in the year of our law 2030. You know what I mean? Um, so I, so I guess maybe it's because Big Finish is just like that as a concept, you know, in it, in its uh, sort of foundation that maybe is just an anniversary being that as well, isn't necessarily super impressive. Um, so, you know, whereas on TV, you know, especially 983 when, you know, like it's been so many years and, and I still think even today, like the power of the doctor, you know, which brings, um, you know, again, brings spoilers if you haven't seen it. So it's been a month, but 
Um, if you haven't seen it, you know, it brings, uh, you know, doctors back, companions back. But I, I think that, I think being on TV and that being a very rare occurrence makes it still feel special and rare. Whereas you don't have that aspect on audio. So then when you're not adding any other elements, I think that's probably why it, um, it earns a bit of a bad rap because it, 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 it could be um, doing more in, in a as a grace kind of way, which I, I think we're going to touch on in a bit, but I quite, I quite like grace. Um, but yeah, um, I do still enjoy like the end. No, I mean, it's, you know, it's, um, it's a very well-made story. This, the lovely sweet bits. I like the, the central family and how it, you know, centers on that. The four, fourth doctor and eighth doctor moments, um, play really well. Um, in, in general, it's just a, uh, you know, it's, it's, um, I feel like it could be said for all all the anniversary stories. You know, it's it's fun, um, and yeah, it is. Yeah, it's it it's fun. It's doing something similar to the Five Doctors, and at the end of the day, it it's the one thing it has going for it is it's got all of those cast members all together in one production, which I, I, it probably does still hold the record for most Who actors in one place. Um, and I, I do enjoy it for that. It's for those that sort of were slightly, I guess, not satisfied by the day of the Doctor, thought it was a bit New Who centric. You still had the light of the end, the light at the end as well, um, kind of to uh, to plug that hole. And uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. Uh, so this is the bit where we talk about other specials. So I'm just going to kind of hand over to you guys and let you talk about whatever you want to. So, Connor, talk about another special Doctor Who release. Zagreus, masterpiece, 10 out of 10. Everyone should hear it with no context whatsoever. No lead-up from the 8th Doctor stories. Just put every new Doctor Who fan on, um, give them a set of headphones and make them listen to Zagreus. (laughs) And if they're still here afterwards, they're in. Yes, only watch the Jodie Whittaker era and then just put them on to Grace. It'll be wonderful. See, Power, Power of the Doctor does the thing where yeah, she goes in there and meets the old doctors. That's from Zagreus. Zagreus exactly. has been that happens for TV now. Be like, you liked Power of the Doctor? Have I got a story for you? <laughs> like, I, I kind of think that Zagreus is kind of. Um, it, it throws out, it completely throws out what an anniversary celebration is and goes, all right, this is different. We're doing something mad and different and just go with it, guys. And and I think it, it it's so ballsy, it's so cheeky, it kind of works. Agreed. Agreed. Oh, that's, it's, it is, it's, uh, I, I love the whole thing where they get classic companions and classic doctors in but they're not playing the roles they're 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 manifestations of i think the tardis makes them um based on its own memories and records um and we get elizabeth sladen for two lines and then she's gone that's that's my biggest complaint about zagreus and there's a lot to complain about in zagreus but <laughs> that's my biggest complaint is that elizabeth sladen only has two lines and then she's gone criminal yeah it's interesting i'm gonna stop there it's interesting um holly <laughs> anything you want to talk about um i forgot to mention when we're talking about talking about the 50th but just briefly um yeah i love the five-ish doctors and i love an adventure in space and time and as i said i had really not watched much classic doctor who back then at all and they both they both worked for me at the time as uh yeah really really great really entertaining kind of fascinating um yep yeah, uh just just bits of added um celebratory stuff that felt completely different to what we we're getting from from the other doctor so i appreciate those a lot i absolutely love the five-ish doctors i it's just the humor is just so on point it's, it's so fun it's genuinely hilarious yeah it is and the number of people that are in it like not not just from like within doctor who but from without you know outside yeah. of the who universe as well it's just so well done it is full of brilliant and hilarious cameos it's a real achievement um and it's it's always fun to go back to agreed totally agreed and a question that I've been dreading asking 
Tom, is there another <laughs> special anniversary release you want to talk to us about? Well, f- firstly, you know, we'll, we'll start with, um, you know, uh, we'll start with Zagreus, which I think is uh, unironically great. Um, it is. It's the only reason why the the day of the Doctor uh, is potentially not my favorite because I just I love Zagreus so much. I love the Alice in Wonderland elements. I love, I love the idea of casting. Um, you know, bringing back all the actors, but having them play different roles, and you know, and they, you know, they don't need to do that because it's audio um, in the way that necessarily, um, you know, the same then you know way the power of the Doctor necessarily um, uh, contextualizes these cameos because the actors look older. You know, audio doesn't need to do that, but I love that they just do that anyway. Um, it's really interesting. I find I, I love. Um, I love. Uh, I mean, I don't want to go to be too specific because I, I don't think Holly's seen it, uh, heard it. But um, uh, but there's a specific, there's a little bit of an interaction, um, and I love that. Um, which again, it just gives Power the Dot vibes so much. Um, but yeah, I, I think every little segment works. Um, is it long? Yes, it is long, but it is I just love it, and I and I love how it acts as a. Um, Sort of, it's a very fitting conclusion, I think, um, for that first half of the um, the Eighth Doctor and Charlie adventures. Um, and you know, it's it's very similar to Day of the Doctor in that way, in that it is it is acting as a stopper to a a big era sort of thing, and it's sort of like, yeah, this is this is you know, this is this is this. Um, it's great. Um, and then there's the one I'm dreading. <laughs> We're getting there, John. We're getting there. Whatever could you mean? But uh, also, I wanted to be the one to bring up Five Doctors, but uh, Holly did. But yes, Five Doctors is very good. But also, <laughs> Dimensions in Time is wonderful. I love it. You've got the Doctor Who in a soap. We've got, you've got, uh, it's just fun. People who hate it take Doctor Who too seriously, I think. I think it's, it's you know, it's, it's, it's just the same as the Five Doctors. You know, you've got all these Doctor actors in a location. You know, you've got the Rani. You've got, you've got the Six Doctors meeting the Brigadier. Uh, you've got like John Pope going like, "Madam, what year is this?" sort of thing. It is. It's wonderful. I I love it. Um, I jump out with cameos. Um, just central conceit of the Doctor Who being EastEnders. It's just funny. Like the show should like. I'm completely like. It makes no sense, but uh, I don't care, you know, because it's it's not that deep, you know. Like, um, I think they should. I want a modern. If Rusty Davis did just Doctor Who just on the set of Cory next year, like you know, I, I'd be fine with that. Like, I don't like genuinely. Like, I don't like. Actually, I mean, I totally agree with all of that. I, I love that it exists. I love that we have. How interesting! That's a thing that we can watch. It's it's great. I love uh, yeah. I love soaps. Anyway, Doctor Who, EastEnders, Cory, whatever. Yes, please. It's yeah. it's great. Um, like, like you know, David Tennant as a emotion, like Ke- <laughs> Ken Paul has t- uh, David Tennant's companion for an episode. Like, come on! But I can um, just, I can just sort of about. Oh, we're in Salford, Salford. I love Salford. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, I, I even, I even like going completely off topic. I even love when Red Dwarf did the Cory episode. Like, I don't know, I, I just find, I find stuff like that fun. Like, I find like really like innocuous crossovers just like, um, fun. Damage Sam is fun, and if you hate it, you. Be boring, yeah. That's my proclamation. Thing is, if they were going to do it again, they'd want to do it with a BBC soap still. So Doctors surely lends itself to a crossover with Doctor Who. Just yeah. saying. Only if they called it Doctors Who. Exactly. It writes itself. Never done that, actually. Like even as like children needs. I'm they have done, but I don't feel like they have. Like, I think they've done like Doctor Who and Hobby City or whatever or Casualty, but I don't think they've done Doctor Who and Doctors, which you know. Oh, there is the Sylvester McCoy episode, though. Of yeah, I was going to say, there's the one where he's playing himself. Yeah, and he, you know, and he plays the, the lollipop man or whatever. And then there's like, a really funny scene where he's like, doing a commentary, and then he's like, I'll talk when I finish watching it. And then, and then he, like, he, like, you know, he gets really annoyed. <laughs> I mean, th- this is this is one that I've yet to seek out. and. Well, you should, because it is canon. So. Yeah, it is. I mean, I've put it on the list, but it, 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 there's a bit of a way to go. <laughs> on on the on the list, um, but it, it's it's on there. I assure you. Has anyone ever seen the little opening sketch for the NTAs that Matt Smith did with Dermot O'Leary? Yes, where he goes yeah. to a lot of different soaps and and TV shows and whatnot. Yeah, I always quite like that. 
uh, where yeah, he ends up outside Doc Cotton's and and um, in Ant and Dax flat. I'm going to end by mentioning the definitive Doctor Who crossover, which was when Matt Smith appeared on stage at Glastonbury with Orbital and played the Doctor Who theme with them. No way. You cannot top that. Go onto YouTube, search Matt Smith Orbital Glastonbury and just enjoy your life being changed in that moment. Um, But that is all we have time for. So it has been fun celebrating uh, Doctor Who's anniversary with you guys. Um, We will be back for more spodcasting in the future, but for now I will say goodbye to Connor. Thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye to Holly. Goodbye. And goodbye to Dom. I feel like we need one of those, like, you know, them things where, like, you blow into it and it goes like, like, you know, like, because it's like a celebration. So, a, yes. a whistle? No, no, like, you know, the party things. Where, like, yeah, party know. whistle. That's what it is. Is that, is that what it's called? A party? Yeah, we need a party whistle where we, like, go, like, so, like so, happy birthday, Doctor Who. But, yeah. There we go. Who needs a real one? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> that's, that's the best goodbye anyone's ever done on this podcast. <laughs> The rest of you all have to work harder. <laughs> that's, that's the new challenge. Like we've got, we've got the introductions nailed, but like we need to now cover goodbye. Bye, my dears. And if I have finished rewatching that video of Matt Smith at Glastonbury with Orbital, I will be back more back next week for more spodcasting. Goodbye now.